as we step into 2018, there's this new dynamic that shows up, a very highly charged dynamic. The 11 has this secret. From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. Hey guys, welcome back. So happy to see you here. I wanted to just do a quick intro to apologize for the sound on this podcast. The quality isn't up to par, so just know that that will be fixed in next week's episode. Thanks a lot, guys. I hope you enjoy. This is episode 28, and this is going to be your 2018 yearly numerology forecast. Now, I need to preface this. In a way that I have been prefacing a lot of these podcasts, this is going to be disjointed. And the reason why is because when I start talking about a number that has so many complex layers, I could go in a million different directions. So just know that in the upcoming year, as we do the monthly forecasts, you're going to learn more and more of the deeper levels and the advanced knowledge about the 11 that we might not be covering all in this very short and sweet podcast. But let's get into it. 2018. Well, 2018 is an 11 universal year. The master number 11. The 11 is coming into your life and it's bringing It's awakening a personal drive and an inspired independence in you that's going to make a massive impact on up-leveling your connections, your relationships, in love, in career, and in your ability to touch the world. So let's get right in to what this means for you. It's going to seem like it's out of left field but here it is. Listen, the most selfish thing that you've been doing is sacrificing yourself for other people. Yeah, I said it. The most selfish thing that you've been doing is sacrificing for other people. The 11 The 11 is here to remind you to not lose yourself, the self that you've discovered, that you've cuddled with, that you've gotten to know in this last year of 2017, right? You and I have gone through this journey together. 2017 was a new beginning. It was a fresh start. But why was it a new beginning? Because this energy of the number one, when it's in its singular state, is saying, who are you? Do you remember that you exist? Do you recall that you have your own sacred individual container that you were gifted with by your God? As we step into 2018, there's this new dynamic that shows up, a very highly charged dynamic. The 11 has this secret. It knows that if you want to access paradigm shifting elevated, sustainable ways of connecting with other people in your life. 
to collaborate with other people, to have powerful partnerships that produce wealth, that produce freedom, that produce happiness. You cannot ignore the 11. And when I say connecting with other people, it's really important because I get this question a lot to understand that I'm not just talking about intimate partnerships and relationships, which by the way, will get a big boost this year. If we were just talking in generic terms for the generic public, we could say that this is a year of love. But I'm talking about something else here for you. This isn't just about connecting an intimate partnership. This isn't just about connecting in career or in collaborations. There's something else that we forget in the face of pleasing others and helping others. It was like the catalyzer of your existence, your purpose, your purpose, your genius. The reason that your individual container has been designed in the first place. So connecting also means tapping into the way that you were designed to connect with the world, your life purpose. <laughs> Do you think it's a coincidence that God, the universe, the divine intelligence behind existence put the 11 here in 2018? No. I don't think it's a coincidence either. The 11 was placed here placed here perfectly to remind you that the most selfish thing that you've been doing, the thing that has, that's the abomination, is sacrificing yourself for other people and denying this incredible purpose that you have. If you really want to be at peace, to have connections that are lasting and true, if you want to reach out your hands and make a difference in your world, you cannot forget the 11, that's why it's here. The 11 is your individual spirit, your sense of self. It's honoring the unique container of you that won't let you back down or go invisible with others. The 11 is the part of you who knows who you are and knows what you prefer and knows what lights your fire and that goes out there in the world and shares this bright light. The 11 is the inspirational messenger, meaning that you have an inspirational messenger inside of you that wants to connect and impact and influence. If you've been trying to hide behind someone else's career, someone else's set of opinions, their purpose, their preferences, their strength, if you've been trying to be the supporter, the sacrificial lamb, the holy service healer, the 11 will remind you of the travesty of all of that. It will remind you that it is an abomination to deny yourself for others. Because in your denial of yourself, you're not able to step into the true impact and inspiration that you can bring into your family life you can bring into your career, and that you can bring into the vibrational collective impact in the world. Now, how does the 11 in 2018 remind us of the travesty or abomination of being that most horrible kind of selfish, the kind of selfish where we do for others and sacrifice for our others, letting our personal space become dark and diseased? How does the 11 remind us of this travesty? 
For a lot of us, it's anxiety. The 11 is notorious for bringing nervous tension and anxiety. It's said to rule the nervous system. So for a lot of us, it's that kind of anxiety that quakes and heaves in our guts. The anxiety is saying that we are moving far, far away from our point of power, from the place where we not only affect ourselves, but where we can make a difference in our world. The 11 isn't a jerk. The 11 is your savior. When we're in a cycle of the 11, our sensitivity is increased not to increase our suffering, but to increase our joy, right? It's like, why do you care more about small things this year? Because the 11 knows that the small things are what set you off path, right? Those small little feelings of misalignment, of irritation, of frustration, those are the things that make or break your ability to shine bright. Should you ignore them? Should you not answer to them? The 11 is your savior. I know many loved ones who, in the months leading up to 2018, were already experiencing the energy, the gifts of the 11. And the reason why this is, is because if you have the number one or the number 11 in your chart, you are familiar with that energy. You feel it before it comes. And so these people have been reporting to me what a lot of us are going to feel as we step further into 2018. These people are sort of the, oh, you could say the, the pioneers in stepping into this energy. And what they've told me is they've said, I'm suffering. I'm suffering because I have this new beginning that was brought to me in 2017. Whether I moved into a new house or I have a new relationship or a new job. And I should be grateful. Right? And yet, and yet I'm not. I got this awesome relationship and yet, Nat, I'm so unhappy. I got the job, I landed the gig that I've wanted since I was a kid and here I am. I am a shell of my previous self. What's going on? They feel bad. They feel bad. And they are constantly denying their feelings. They'll say, oh, I feel so unhappy. I feel so empty. But you know, I shouldn't feel that way because I've got all these wonderful things in my life. And, and I was saying to them, this is making me sick to my stomach. I've got whiplash, right? The moment that you begin to allow that 11, that fiercely independent, sensitive, psychic leader to take the helm, you kick her, you kick him right out of the seat under the guises of appreciation. No, no. What's going on here is that you're doing the most selfish thing that you could ever do. You're sacrificing for the job 
You're sacrificing for the relationship. And you're depleting the very vehicle, the very source that could be the solution to it all, your independent spirit. When was the last time you wrote, you wrote poetry? When was the last time you went to circus class? When was the last time you sang that song in your underwear like you did when you were single? These might sound like silly questions, and yet this is what shows up for a lot of people. When you have a new lease on life, you have a new beginning. And like us all, we practice feeling what it feels like to completely yield to the new beginning and become the follower, become the powerless waif. Did you know that you can have a beautiful life and you can have a new beginning set right before you, the most incredible blessings and still need to honor your truth every single day, to honor your independent spirit, your higher purpose every single day. The crazy thing about the 11 is the simplicity in the numbers and the formula, right? It's written as 11, 1 plus 1 equals 2. What this tells us is that the way that we are able to truly access connection, the way that we're truly able to access peace and harmony, all of this comes through this incredible drive and ambition to do what we most love as an individual. So what's the solution to the anxiety? What's the solution to the nervous tension? What's the solution to this tendency that we all have to hold on so tight to a new beginning to the point where we forget about ourselves and lose our own personal power, our own personal existence? Well, the 11 brings with it spiritual awakening. It's known as the psychic, right? Which is why it's associated with heightened levels of sen sensitivity. But why is it known as the psychic? Because the 11 is about connection, paradigm shifting connection. It's about connecting with your God, developing a sensitivity to a power that's bigger than you. It's about developing a relationship with something that's bigger than any relationship you've ever had. So this year, you're really going to be called to find a way to have a relationship to an internal wisdom, to an internal force of intuitive information. You're going to be called to connect with higher principles.
And the moment that you do this, you're going to able to actually start to see your reality different. The nervous tension, the anxiety, perhaps even the terror that comes from this calling to step into your individual spirit, to go out on your own, quote unquote, right? That's going to wane. It's going to dissolve because you're going to realize that you're not in control. You never were. You get to go along for the ride. You get to navigate. But ultimately, there's a bigger force that is there for you, that you can connect with, that you can talk to, that you can garner guidance from. So it's New Year's Eve, and family and some friends were over. The fireworks go off at midnight. We all head outside to watch them on the front porch. And after a couple minutes, we go back inside. We're gathering up dishes, we're cleaning up. And within literally two minutes, I look back outside, and what was once a clear, beautiful night suddenly became entrenched with fog. The whole neighborhood was surrounded by this wall of fog so that I couldn't even see the neighbor's house across the street. And I thought to myself, huh, it's interesting. The moment that we entered this 11 universal year, I noticed this symbolism in my environment. Why is that? I think it's because the anxiety and the nervous tension comes when that fog approaches. When we can't see things in the same way that we did before. We can't control things and plan things in the way that we thought we could before. When a sailor is entrenched in fog on the ocean waters, he has to use other senses. He can't rely on his mates on the boat, he can't rely on the stars. He has to rely on something else. You could say that it's something internal, but it's something internal and something beyond the eternal. It's something internal and eternal that is within you. If you don't know that that's there, if you don't know that your internal eternal is there, the fog is the most terrifying thing. But if you know that it's there, and you do, you have an inkling that it's there. The fog is no longer something dreadful. It's a pillowy, soft, gentle, forgiving reminder of this beauty that's inside of you, of this individual spirit that we've been talking about. And in that context, the most selfish thing that you could ever do in the fog was rely on the person next to you. Sacrifice for them. Hide behind their preferences and their opinions and what they want. Because the only way that you can navigate through 
the fog of your own life. The only way that you can truly access the fame and fortune that is associated with the eleven, the incredible paradigm shifts and breakthroughs and deep love and intimacy, collaborations and business, the only way you can access that is by accessing this secret doorway inside that calls you to write the poetry, to score the goal, to go to that class, to enjoy the trip on your own, to voice your opinion, to sit in meditation, to talk to your version of God. And the reason why the 11 is sometimes people's most favorite number is because when you learn that you have this gift inside, this psychic, perceptive, sensitive, individual spirit that can help you navigate around the landmines of life that can lead you to blissful places even in the midst of fog, oh, <laughs> you've conquered anxiety. You could be on an airplane going to a land and a territory you've never been before. You could be surrounded by uncertainty. And you would still have this north star, this compass inside, this connection to something bigger and greater than just your individual self. The 11 says your individual self connects you to something that's more expansive, greater, and beyond you. It connects you to your internal, eternal, timeless, never-ending, infinite. So let me put this in practical terms. And I might get emotional when I talk about this because I'm thinking about these dear loved ones who have already pioneered here in 2018. They've already felt the energy of the 11. They're sort of five miles ahead already, deep dense in the fog, reporting back to me, right? I want you to remember this year to follow your bliss, to trust your internal cues and your internal instincts. to allow yourself to rest and be receptive and soft because that's when you receive the insights. That's when you sense exactly which direction to go in. I want you to receive your own messages, have your own preferences. Go your own way. And you're going to find that the more that you do that, the more that you connect to your individual passions, your individual bliss, the closer people will be to you. The stronger your bonds will be. And the more happy you're going to become as each month goes by this year. Oh, you guys, we just skimmed the surface. I cannot wait to talk more about the 11.
talk about all of its many intricate, wondrous, fantastic layers. This truly is a magical number, one of my favorites. If you enjoy this podcast, like always, please go over to Google Play or iTunes, rate and comment, let me know how I'm doing. And comment on the blog here. Let me know what 2018 has been like for you so far. What are you looking to experience? Do you have any intentions? I cannot wait to hear your comments. And for those of you who want to have a one-on-one session with me, just know that I am booked out a couple months, but I am planning on having a couple openings after that. So I will put a link in the show notes so that you can be put on the waiting list if you would like a one-on-one reading with me. All right, guys, I can't wait to talk with you guys very, very soon. I do plan on doing a January forecast. Granted, it will be a little bit late, um, but that should be coming soon. Okay, wishing you all a beautiful, happy new year.